RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather headquarters in Lawfather Studios. A big shout out and thank you to Jason and Radio Influence for always doing a great job putting the podcast together. And um, the fact that he has to sit through um, these Bucks games. So I feel for you, Jason. Um, the Bucks find more ways to lose than uh, I don't know what. But I don't know. You give up the lead at uh, with 30 seconds left in the game. There's only so much you can do. Uh, although we couldn't score after halftime. But anyway, you guys don't don't listen to me for my breakdown of sports. Um, I don't know. Maybe one day we can get a, a show like Pat McAfee and we can talk sports and the law and. Uh, Maybe they can just show up with a black tank top every day. Maybe that, maybe that is the key. But anyway, we digress. So maybe one day I'll just wear a black tank top all the time and we'll go sleeveless suits. How about that? Sleeveless suits and ties. All right. Uh, so those of you who have seen it before, those of you who saw when we did it on TV, we're going to do another episode of Case or No Case. And here's how we're going to do it because just me and a camera here and, and the podcast. So those of you who are watching on camera are either on Instagram Live or are following us on YouTube. I thank all of you, uh, who are, however you're getting the show. And if you're listening to it while well, you're catching it, wherever you listen to podcasts at. And so what we did when we had, I had two other hosts uh, in the studio and uh, they would hold up a, a, a sign that had a one, two, or three. I'm going to give three cases and it's up to you to figure out which case is an actual case, which case is a viable case, because these are actually real cases, all right? These are actually real facts that someone has called me about and said, hey, do I have a case? Now, this one's this one's a hard one. It really is. There, there are two here. Uh, I questioned my sanity as I was going through these today, and uh, I think Jason thought that was pretty hilarious that uh, I had trouble with my own facts that I, that I created. Uh, but like most law school exams, we're looking for the best answer. Which one is the most correct? All right. Those of you who are on the video portion of it, drop a one, two, or three in the comments once you hear them all. All right. That way you can get your guess put in. So without further ado, here we go. Case or no case right here on the Lawfather podcast. Jay stopped at a fast food drive through and he attempted to reach for some French fries while he was driving with his milkshake, milkshake that he had placed between his knees, and, and it exploded all over his lap. Cold milkshake, right? And, you know, you're driving along, and, and you get that cold feeling all in your lap. Well, he was distracted, and because he was distracted from that cold milkshake, he ran into another car, and the car that he hit had a guy in it who was hurt. Now, this the guy who was hurt went into Jay, who was the guy who'd gone and gotten his milkshake. Well, Jay turned around and sued the restaurant. Why? Why did he sue the fast food restaurant? Because Jay said that he should not be responsible for the injuries, that the restaurant should be, because there was not a specific warning on the label or on the cup regarding the dangers of eating and driving. Okay, so think about it, right? Some of the fast food places, basically where you get coffee or anything hot, says caution hot. This milkshake that was cold did not have a warning that said it could be dangerous 
to eat and drive. Okay? So that's case number one. Case number two, a car dealer is at an auto auction. By a car dealer, I mean a person. Okay? That's how people buy and sell used cars is actually the car, de- the car dealers have an individual who goes out to the auto auctions. Well, there are two lanes that the cars drive through the, so, they, so that they can be seen by the dealers. There are yellow lines that mark where these cars are supposed to drive, as well as having the word caution written on this line in black. As a car is being driven into the lane for the dealers to see, Bert steps over this line and onto the, into the path of this car's tire. Well, guess what happened? That car ran over Bert's foot. Bert falls, reaches down to try to catch himself, but he hurts his arm, and he just got his foot run over, so he hurt his arm and his foot. Is the auto auction responsible for Bert's injuries? Tough one, right? Here comes number three. Eric is driving north on I-75 at 3 a.m. in a rural part of Florida at 75 miles per hour. Now, for those of you who don't know I-75 in Florida, uh, especially as you get basically north of Tampa up until, well, forever, uh, there's not a whole lot. It's really rural, really desolate. Speed limit is 70 miles an hour. Okay? So keep that in mind. Anthony is also driving on 75 at 75 miles an hour behind Eric. And he's following at a safe distance. So they're probably not both going 75, right? Eric's probably going 75 and and Anthony's probably going 74, right? Somewhere in that vicinity. He's doing everything right. Both of them are doing everything right. There are no other cars and Eric thinks he sees something in the road. So he slams on his brakes coming to a stop. Anthony slams on his brakes too, but is unable to stop in time. He slams into the back of Eric's car. Eric is not injured, but Anthony is injured, and Anthony sues Eric. All right, so those are our three cases. We have Jay at the fast food restaurant who spilled his food in his lap. We have Bert at the auto auction who gets his foot run over. And we have Anthony who ran into the back of Eric. Who has the best case in this scenario? I'm going to pause for a second, let the people on the live go ahead and chime in. I got a couple of a uh, couple of answers here on the live. Going to give it another quick second. Which one is it? Is it the fast food? Is it the auto auction or is it the I-75? Are you ready for it? All right. The best answer, the best answer for who has the best case here is number 3. Anthony has the best case over Eric. Here's why. In Florida, at least, all right, we have a concept called sudden stop. And what that says is this is kind of the textbook example. You're on a, a rural road that there's not expected to be any stops, right? So 3 a.m., I-75 north of Tampa. I, I don't think by 3 a.m., I-75 north of Tampa, I don't think there's anybody on the road uh, when it's not a holiday. There's really, I don't know, a bunch of cows, I think, on on either side and a bunch of uh, open open ranch land, right? But as far as cars go, not a whole lot as far as cars go. So there there's this expectation that you don't expect somebody to stop. And there wasn't actually a true emergency because Eric only thought he saw something. There was not actually something in the road, right? So because he stopped suddenly and Anthony wouldn't have had an expectation that Eric was going to stop suddenly, 
Anthony rear ends Eric and it's actually Eric's fault. Typically, it would be the other way around. Okay, typically, it would be that Eric would, uh, that Anthony would be at fault. But in this particular case with these facts, it's Anthony's fault. All right. Why isn't it number two? Let's look at number two and why it's not that one. Now, this actually comes from a real case. This actually comes from a case that they did pay out a little bit on, right? So it's it's actually a valid case, but it's not the best case. And why is that? The reasoning is that that dealer stepped over the line. The dealer stepped over that caution line. And as soon as he stepped over that caution line, right, there was an expectation that cars would be coming, right? That car was actually already in the lane when he stepped over the line. Now, could the could these facts have specified it in a little bit more detail to go, hey, um, he was 10 feet away from the car before he stepped? Yeah, probably could have, right? But for all intents and purposes, we have what we have. And Bert's going to be primarily responsible for his own injuries because he stepped over that caution line. And number one, you should just know not to eat and drive. If you need a warning on your fast food to not eat and drive, I can't do much to help you out, right? Sometimes things take common sense. Although, you know, as history has told us, uh, people apparently didn't know coffee was hot. So, and uh, that is why we have warning signs on all of our coffees now. So keep that in mind as you are driving through your fast food uh, restaurants out there. That is case or no case. So let me know if you like this, right? Go ahead and and shoot me a message. Let me know. Uh, 855-LAW-FATHER. That's the text line. Go ahead and shoot me a text and uh, let me know if you like this or not. Otherwise, that is the Law Father podcast for today. Make sure you check out all the shows on Radio Influence and make sure check out the Law Father podcast wherever there are podcasts. And if you want to see this face for radio on video, check out YouTube, check out Instagram at the Law Father, except for on Instagram where it's at the Law Father Tampa because, well, quite frankly, I'm having a hard time getting at the Law Father. Uh, But it seems to work out better. That way, when I do reels, you know, people know that I'm from Tampa and not from California. Um, but anyway, they, take, take a little dive in the comments if you're bored, right? Go check out the reels. Take a dive into the comments. Sometimes they're interesting. Sometimes they're not. Thanks for joining me on the live. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Lawfather out.